who is actually in Brooklyn to call the game as Greg Rebell is in Hawaii with the football team. This afternoon, the BYU Cougars face the 25th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide in the Barclays Center Classic, but not at the Barclays Center. The game will be played at the Steinberg Wellness Center on the campus of LIU Brooklyn, a little bit of a different venue for the Cougars and the Alabama Crimson Tide. The Cougars are coming off a nice rebound win over Niagara on Tuesday, which saw the Cougars score a season-high 95 points in a 95-88 win over the Purple Eagles. Elijah Bryant was questionable going into Tuesday's game due to soreness in his foot. Bryant did play, however, and after struggling some in the first half, had himself a huge second half, leading the Cougars with 22 points and 7 rebounds. Yoli Childs chipped in with 21 points and 5 rebounds as the Cougars got the win. Now the Cougars move to the East Coast to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. It's their first matchup of the year against a top 25 team and the Cougars looking to make today's game a nice resume win come March an NCAA tournament selection Sunday. Alabama, for its part, comes into today's game at 4-0, undefeated on the season, having just survived a 77-76 win at home over UT Arlington, the same UT Arlington team that beat the Cougars last week, 89-75. In that game, Arlington had a 10-point lead in the first half and a shot at the end of the game to win the game. Alabama holds them off with a one-point win. The Crimson Tide are led by freshman phenom Cole, Colin Sexton, who is projected by many as an NBA lottery pick in next year's draft. Sexton is averaging 25 points and just under five assists per game while shooting 63% from the field. That's right, 63% from the field and 46% from beyond the arc. Journeyman NBA guard turned Alabama head coach Avery Johnson has his Crimson Tide performing well on both ends of the floor right now. The Tide are scoring 87 points per game while giving up just 69 points. Dalton Nixon, he's given the Cougars a nice boost up from the bench with eight points and eight and a half points and five rebounds per game. More importantly, Nixon's been complimented by coaches, players, and observers for his energy and effort, which he plays with coming off the bench, giving the Cougars a boost. He's also today's pregame player interview. Jason Shepard caught up with the 6'7 forward and began the conversation talking turkey and about Thanksgiving. All right, Dalton, before we get into the hoops, yesterday was Thanksgiving, obviously a time to be thankful for things, hence the name. So my first question to you is, what are you thankful for? I'm definitely thankful for my family. Um, thinking about it, the last couple of years I was on my mission, and so um, even though I'm gone uh, for Thanksgiving, um, it's still good to, to be with my family, and it's been a lot of fun being here with my teammates. So do the coaches allow you to eat as much as you normally would on like a normal Thanksgiving? Although Thanksgiving always comes during the basketball season. That's true. Um, and to be honest, I'm not a big eater on Thanksgiving. I mean, I love the food, but I'm not going to stuff myself because it has always been basketball season. Do the coaches always gotta give you a dirty look when you're going for like the seconds or something? Um, no, not really. Not really. Pretty typical. So. One of the things I'm sure you're thankful for was the win that you guys got before you headed out this way. A really nice, hard-fought win against Niagara. i got to imagine 
They started out a little slow in that first half, but the second half, you guys really turned it on. It must have been a pretty rewarding victory. Definitely. Um, the second half, we really tried to focus on limiting the turnovers, and uh, that's what we did. And we were able to execute, and, and it just felt a lot more like ourselves in the second half. Um, brought more intensity to defensively, and then was able to pull out the win. You know, one of the things that you look in the, the games that you've played, not many games have been similar in terms of style <laughs> or the way things played out. You guys obviously are going to have to win and play in different, many different scenarios. So the fact that you guys can do that, what does that say about you guys? Um, I, I think it um, really just focuses on who we are as a team. Um, and we're going to play teams that slow it down. We're going to play teams that speed it up. Um, but as long as we are true to ourselves and true to the things that we've been working on, um, what really makes us BYU basketball, I think we're going to be successful. Where do you guys feel you are? I mean, again, very early in the season, but in terms of understanding what the coaches are asking you to do, how confident are you guys at this point in the season? We feel really confident. Uh, we've had some early tests. We're a good team, Texas Arlington, and we're going to have another um, really good test against Alabama and, and UMass. And we're just really looking forward to the opportunity. I know that, and we'll get specifically to Alabama, but the, the fact that you guys are going to play two games in two days, do you guys treat that any different or? You worry about the second game after the first, and, and you're not worrying about playing two. It's all about the first one. Yeah, we just got to take it one game at a time, and um, kind of reminds me of uh, my freshman year. We went to Maui and uh, did three games in three days, and so um, it, it takes its toll on your body, and so you really just got to focus and lock in mentally and physically for that first game and then move forward from there. Up first, obviously, is Alabama, 25th ranked in the country. They're coming off a one-point victory over UT Arlington. Um, actually, had a chance to watch some of that game while the Niagara game was going on. It was a pretty intense game. Just your overall thoughts on being able to have the opportunity to take on a top 25 team. I'm really looking forward to it. We're really excited. Um, it's going to be a great test for us. And like I said, it, it it reminds me of of our holiday tournament when we went to Maui. We played San Diego State my freshman year. Um, they were a top 25 team as well. Um, and and it's really fun, you know, to be able to see and, and compete against some of the best teams in the country and um, learn a lot at this point of the season so that we can take it moving forward as we approach conference play. You're coming off some career highs over the last couple of games. How, how is your game? How do you feel it's coming along? I feel confident. Uh, um, feel like I'm fitting in well playing with this team and really just trying to um, play really hard uh, every minute that I'm on the floor and uh, do everything that I can to help my teammates to win. Dalton, great stuff. Appreciate the time and good luck against Alabama. Thank you. There you go. Dalton Nixon with Jason Shepard as the Cougars get ready to take on the 25th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide at the Barkley Center Classic. As I said earlier, though, this game not played in the Barkley Center, played on the campus of LIU Brooklyn at the Steinberg Wellness Center. It's a small gym, much akin to the gyms that Cougars will play in during WCC play. Uh, smaller gym, smaller venue, more intimate for basketball on a Black Friday here, the day after Thanksgiving. Taking a closer look to the 25th-ranked Alabama Crimson Crimson Tide mentioned they're undefeated on the season, 4-0. Looking at their opponents, give you kind of an idea of who they've played so far. They started the season with a win against the Memphis Tigers, maybe the biggest name on their on their schedule thus far. Not necessarily the hardest team. I mean, it's not the Memphis of old, but it's still Memphis Tigers. They get a they get a 12-point victory over the Tigers. They also played Lipscomb and Alabama A&M, as well as we mentioned the game, probably the hardest game of the season thus far for them, UT Arlington, which gave them everything they wanted and a little bit more. Once again, Arlington had a shot to win that game at the buzzer. 
shot rimmed out. Alabama gets a one-point victory. Coming up next, we'll head back to Brooklyn or go to Brooklyn at the Steinberg Wellness Center in Brooklyn for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. you down to tip off with Cougar pregame live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar pregame live. I'm your host, Ben Bagley, filling in for Jason Shepard. Holding things down at the BYU Radio uh, Studios. Now it's time for our courtside conversation with the one and only Jason Shepard joining us. Jason, hey. how is Brooklyn and how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Um, Thanksgiving was different. Um, I, I have never been uh, on an airplane on Thanksgiving before, and so I didn't really know what to expect in terms of the airport, but I have to say as early as I got there, it was a ghost town. It was actually quite pleasurable uh, to have uh, that kind of a traveling experience without a ton of people. But Brooklyn's great. I mean, I've never been to New York. Uh, my dad is actually on this trip with me. He flew in from Missouri to meet me. So we did Times Square last night, which is really cool. It's definitely, you hear people talk about New York and the surrounding areas as it just kind of has uh, a vibe. I, that I definitely get that. It's pretty cool. Uh, you mentioned doing the kind of the cool things out there in New York, BYU basketball there on a business trip. Uh, expected when this originally was planned to have this game in the Barclays Center there in Brooklyn, home of the New Jersey Nets, who are, by the way, playing there right now. So obviously this game gets moved. It gets moved to the Steinberg Wellness Center on the campus of LIU Brooklyn. A little bit of a different venue, Jason. Tell Fill us in a little bit. What What's going on? What's the atmosphere in this gym? Well, here's the word I would use to describe the gym. Quaint. <laughs> if anybody, if any of our uh, local listeners in the state of Utah have ever been to, say, Salt Lake Community College, um, this is smaller than that. That will give you an idea. I believe this is about 2,500 seats. It is definitely a smaller gym. It's, it's a lot like a high school gym. It is a very intimate um, environment. It will be completely different from what they'll see tomorrow, as you mentioned, when they actually play at uh, Barclays Center, which seats, you know, 20,000 for a basketball game. Now, there certainly won't be 20,000, but it will definitely be a big difference in terms of taking on Alabama today in this gym versus taking on UMass tomorrow at the Barclays Center. Talking about this game, looking a little bit more about what to expect from BYU. We spoke, you and I, earlier this morning. We know that you're a game-time decision with possible injury to a, a big toe. But what mm, about, yes. I mean, whether you, whether you can go or not doesn't really matter to the outcome of this game. What does is Elijah Bryant and the health of his foot. There, he was questionable going into the game Tuesday. Struggled early. Had a great second half to lead the Cougars in points and rebounds. What's the status of Elijah Bryant? Yeah, he's back in the starting lineup. I talked with head coach Dave Rose just a few minutes ago. He's practiced the last couple of days, and he's he's good to go. So that is certainly a positive for BYU coming into this. Obviously, when you're taking on any team, you want to be at full strength, but you're taking on a, a top 25 team, a, a game in which you have a real nice opportunity to make a splash nationally, to be able to have all of your players intact. That's a positive thing, and they will have uh, Elijah Bryant back. So that And we saw... Against Niagara, 
you have to imagine that the coaching staff's probably looking to see if they could not play him, but they ended up needing him, and he was the difference in the game. He was fantastic the other night. So it's good to see him. The, the BYU team is actually out here on the floor right now warming up, and they're all there, which is a good sign. Yeah, and that Tuesday game against Niagara, Elijah really struggled in the first half. You could tell the, the question, everybody's like, well, maybe he shouldn't be playing. But the second half he came out, got warmed up, and played really well. But on that note, I mean, this is this is a back-to-back game situation for the Cougars as they play UMass tomorrow in, in the second game of this thing in Brooklyn. Does Dave Rose take that into account, not just with Elijah Bryant and his foot, which is probably a little less than 100%, but also for the rest of his team? I mean, does he pace himself and his players a little bit in a back-to-back game situation? It's funny that you ask that question because I asked that very thing to Coach Rose. You'll hear that when in the uh, interview that we run in, uh, in about 30 minutes or so, or actually less than that. That's but called what a tease. He told me, that is called a tease, yes. He, he told me that Normally, in a situation like this, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have that big of an effect because the team that you're playing tomorrow already played today. So you're both in that situation. So it doesn't necessarily have the same impact if you were taking on a team that that you, where you had two games and they only had one. So he didn't think it was that big of a deal and really didn't anticipate there being much going on in terms of adjustment to rotation or minutes or anything like that just simply because umass just got done with their game against minnesota and they're in the same boat four games into the regular season for this uh, byu team we they're three and one we've seen different kinds of outcomes and outputs from this team they've won games in different ways they had a game where defense and free throws ruled the game ruled, ruled the day we've seen have an offensive performance great defensive performance and struggle against an athletic and aggressive ut arlington team so four games in what do we learn and what do we know about this team well coach rose had said that it's still a learning process with this team it's only there's only you know, as you mentioned, four games, and then obviously the offseason to evaluate, but they're still trying to figure out what works best together. So it's all in all, I think he's pretty pleased, especially when you look at what was on the schedule early on. Today's obviously a huge game, but this is a team that was just back this way 10 days ago taking on Princeton. Be able to get a win there, to be 3-1, and one, I, I think they're pretty pleased with the start certainly lots to improve on and and all coaches will say that but they feel pretty good but it is still certainly a learning process and by the way uh mark durant who got held up at will call is courtside don't they know who i am i i (laughs) i I thought the same thing i'm like it's mark you probably shouldn't even need a credential you should be able to walk right in but ben if you would like to ask mark any questions he's here now i would like that i have a question specifically for mark Ooh. Wow. Okay. I'm, ju- I'm just joking. It's just a question I've got here. But, Mark, <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about the Cougars being four games into the season, a regular season so far. The question is, uh, what do we know about this team? But for you, what's been the biggest surprise of this team four games into the season? Strangely enough, it's that uh, Yoli hasn't played better. I, I Watching him in exhibition and the way he finished last season, I thought, man, he's going to be unstoppable and played a little tentatively, to be honest with you. And I think – Missed a couple right towards the end of the preseason. He, he t- came over and talked to us after. He's like, man, I'm so frustrated that I missed those shots. I didn't even re- really remember him missing those. And uh, and I think I kind of got in his head where he's really thinking about his shot and came out against some good uh, big guys and uh, kind of was a little bit, I think, unsure of himself. And 
To me, he's got to be the dominant player on this team. Get the ball to him, and he can make the decisions whether or not he wants to try and score or kick it out to the guards. And uh, I thought he showed some li- signs of life in the last game, and the second half was terrific. They just need his points inside because the, the three-point shooting is going to be hit and miss, for better or worse, this season, I think, for BYU. There's a lack of depth in the three-point line, but Yoli needs to be a consistent, powerful, 20 points, 10-rebound guy a night. You shouldn't have to think about that from him. And uh, he, he struggled a little bit with it, but I'm hopeful he's kind of getting on the right track again. Hey, and Ben, I do want to make sure that uh, that I let you and all of the listeners know uh, there will be a change to the starting lineup tonight. Uh, Elijah Bryant obviously is back, uh, but the three guards that will start the game, Coach Rose was pretty pleased with Joshir Hardnett. So Elijah Bryant, TJ Haas, and Joshir Hardnett will be your three starters along with Yoli and Luke Worthington. That will be your starting five tonight. Very nice. Joshir getting in there. But I want to go back to this Yoli Childs conversation with Mark. Mark, how big of a transition is that for Yoli? I mean, this is a kid who in high school was the guy. He comes to BYU last year, and he was probably guy number four or five on the court. Although skills-wise, skills he could have competed with Meek and everybody else, but he was the freshman. He was just kind of the other guy. Now you make that step one year later, he's back to being the guy, the focus on the floor. How long does it take a guy to get used to that new role in this team? Well, anytime as a freshman when you're playing, you're kind of trying to find your role. That's number one thing. Then you had an All-American type guy in Eric Mika playing the five. So, you know, everything is going to be going to, to Eric. And you don't want to overstep your bounds. And you kind of find where you fit in. I think that was part of it for Yoli as he progressed last year. But towards the end of the year, he, he would become a pretty good, impressive player all on his own and, and was more aggressive in what he wanted to do. So I expected that with Eric gone. I expect that to clear the field for Yoli because that's, that's your option inside. And Luke's done a decent job finished now but it's all about yoli inside and so i thought without eric there he would have all the freedom in the world and i think he does he's just kind of trying to figure figure that out and realize that i there's no eric on this floor i am the guy when i touch it on the post i better score or draw a double or triple and kick it out because i, I need to be a dominant pre- presence inside and he's a little undersized and you know maybe he thinks at times you know he's going up against seven footers i need to be a little bit more judicious with my shots but he can score on anybody and he just needs to have that mentality that first of all give me the dang ball as they say and then when he gets it go take it strong and score the basket it's when you bring that up Keyshawn johnson with the new york jets when that came famous <laughs> mark jason thanks so I much he said it a little differently yeah you, well this is the byu version so we'll, we'll <laughs> yes, keep it at that it's not byu approved <laughs> hey mark jason we'll come back to you guys here in a moment live from brooklyn but right now after a quick break we'll take a look at some of the other scores including game one of the barclay center classic umass and minnesota we'll update you on that and other scores around college basketball and some college football games going on on a Friday. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. Ben Bagley filling in for Jason Shepard, who you'll hear just a moment on the call of this game with Mark Durant live from Brooklyn. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars. Ready, getting ready to face the 25th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. A big game for BYU early. The fifth game of the season may turn out to be one of the best resume possibilities outside of conference play against Gonzaga and St. Mary's that the Cougars will have on their schedule. So it's important in this game to play well and get that win. Come, come 
March when the NCAA selection committee is looking at what you were able to accomplish this season. They love seeing those wins against top 25 teams and possible like Alabama, a possible SEC champion Alabama team in a neutral site in a big tournament situation. That would bode well for BYU. Let's check, before we get more into this game, let's check the scoreboard. In the, in the Barkley Center Classic, a game that took place just before this game and featuring the opponent for BYU tomorrow, UMass, against 14th-ranked Minnesota. The Golden Gophers of Minnesota get a 69-51 win in that game. UMass led in scoring by guard Luane Pipkins, who had 18 points and three rebounds and two steals in that game, but the Minuteman fall... There's, they moved to 3-2 and two on this season. The 14th-ranked Golden Gophers get a 69-51 win on, in that game. Other top 25 finals right now in NCAA hoops. Number 5-ranked Villanova, a 64-51 victory over Northern Iowa. Conference foe St. Mary's in action right now in the first half with seven and a half minutes to go. St. Mary's is up 26-20 over Washington State out of the Pac-12 Conference. Checking some scores in college football as it is Friday after Thanksgiving, which means there are college football games going on today. In fact, some good college football games in the top 25. At halftime, number 12, TCU is up 21-19 on Baylor. TCU 9-2 on the season. Baylor only one win on the season, but still, keeping that game close at halftime, that game is in Fort Worth. Other games coming up later today in the top 25. Number 25 ranked Virginia Tech will travel to Virginia to take on Bronco Mendenhall and the Hokies. Also, South Florida on the road against 15th ranked UCF. And one other game, a big game, maybe the biggest game of the day right now, and a possible upset as we're early in the third quarter, about 13 minutes left in the third quarter. An unranked Pitt at 4-7 and seven on the season has a 10-7 lead on second-ranked Miami. Miami shut out in the first quarter, a touchdown in the second quarter. Right now, shut out so far into the third, and Pittsburgh has the ball and is driving on the Miami side of the field. So that's a, that's a game to watch there is to see, what, see if there's an upset alert in the top four in college football. Coming up, we'll get you back out to the Barclays Center Classic. Not the Barclays Center, mind you. They'll be on the campus of LIU Brooklyn or the Steinberg Wellness Center where Jason Shepard and Mark Durant will have the call of this game as BYU will face off against number 25, the top-ranked Alabama team in the Barclays Center Classic. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Steinberg Wellness Center on the campus of Long Island University, Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, New York, BYU Cougars playing in the Barclays Center Classic and will face the 25th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. My name is Jason Shepard filling in for Greg Rubel. You'll hear Greg and Mark Lyons tomorrow on the BYU football game as the Cougars wrap up the season taking on Hawaii. Joining me today, my broadcast partner, and one of the greatest BYU basketball players of all time. Since this is radio, you can't see it. He's waving to people as we speak. He is the one and only Mark Durant. 
Mark, after dropping their first game of the of the year last Saturday to UT Arlington, BYU bounced back with a win over the Purple Eagles of Niagara. And when you consider the fact that BYU has played at Princeton and faced UT Arlington, three-run record, that ain't bad right now. Not too shabby at all. I mean, that's a good win at Princeton. And uh, the Arlington game I was not happy about, not because they lost, but because of how they played. You know, you, that, that's going to be a competitive game, and maybe you drop that anyway. But the, here's the here's the real game. This is Alabama's name team. you got a, a neutral floor. These are, these are the games that uh, are, are just golden opportunities for BYU every year. You only have a couple, and this year even fewer. So very important game uh, against Alabama in a, in a tournament. We're in New York City. I went to the Macy's Parade. I yes, saw it, you. Yes, you saw me at the parade? I saw your pictures. You were, you were in one of those floats next to no, Jimmy I was, Fallon, right? <laughs> I was not, no. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's a great time. We're having a good time. But it's, all, it's about this opportunity, a very rare opportunity for BYU. They've, they've got to play great. I mean, that's the bottom line. They're playing against a very good team. BYU's got to have their best game of the season. That's Mark Durant. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose, as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaching show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Josh here, Hardman. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Steinberg Wellness Center in Brooklyn. Today, BYU taking on Alabama in the Barclays Center Classic. They'll face UMass tomorrow, actually at the Barclays Center. Jason Shepard, Mark Durant. I'm filling in for Greg Rubel. You'll hear him tomorrow for BYU football. Now, BYU head coach Dave Rose comes into today's game with a record of 308 and 112. I caught up with the coach of the Cougars just a little while ago. Here's our conversation. 3-1, and one, team fought hard, got a nice win against Niagara. What stands out about that game, and, and how do you look at the team through four games? Well, I thought that the, uh, the second half of the Niagara game was uh, maybe as well as we've played all year as far as executing our offense and getting the shots we want. Being able to convert shots. I mean, I think we shot 60% from the field and and scored, you know, scored 60 points. Turnovers, we had had three, maybe three or four, and and that's you know that's kind of the the it kind of saved us in that game. We were able to get a nice win, but um, you know, trying trying to uh, control a lot of different things here uh, early with this group is probably the biggest challenge. We're trying to find lineups that work together. Um, I think that. Uh, you know, the pace that we're playing at is good. I think the guys have figured that out pretty well. But we're turning the ball over way too much, you know, as a, as a group. And so we got to, um, you know, we've we got to find a way to execute our offense, make the plays that we're comfortable with, if not have a little more patience. Um, but, you know, I, I think we're in a good place. We're, 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 we're a developing team, and, and I think that, uh, you know, this is, this is a good test for us here this weekend. It wasn't uh, that long ago that you guys were back out this way taking on Princeton within the last 10 days. What type of, of challenge is it with this much travel, especially early? Well, I think it's – I think the, 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 you rely on your older guys who have been through it before. Uh, but this experience is totally different from the, the Princeton experience. I mean, you get out there in Princeton, stay in that hotel, and you know, out there near Trenton, and there's not a lot going on. And you, you're staying right here, and next to the Brooklyn Bridge, and you know, it, it's a, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of clutter. So hopefully, we can 
block all that out and then get out here and, and the, t the team we're playing here in Alabama is completely different you know than uh, than Princeton Princeton you really really have to guard their style and their culture Alabama you got to really deal with their players I mean these players are really talented uh, really special guys and so if their guys will be up for the challenge Sexton Colin Sexton the freshman is obviously the guy that really stands out uh, specifically about these guys what has stood out to you about their 4-0 start? Well, I think they, uh, you know, they score almost half their points in transition and offensive rebounds, where they just uh, get that thing, take it to the rack, and get fouled, get to the free throw line, miss shots, take a lot of short shots that allow the, those big guys to get you know, those short rebounds and, and then power them back in. But you know, the, the UT Arlington game the other night, Sexton just took over the game. He had 29 points, and the rest of the team was in single digits, and he was the only guy in double digits. And he, so he's obviously prepared, a freshman, uh, potential lottery pick, and he's a guy we got to keep our eye on here tonight. Elijah certainly has played well this year and played fantastic against Niagara. Uh, how's he doing, and, and what is his status for tonight? Uh, he, he's doing better. It's still sore, but he, you know, he practiced the last two days, and uh, you know has, has put himself in a position to you know really lead our team, and, and hopefully. Uh, I was really proud of him the other night because he wasn't feeling very well at all and, and I kind of fought through that pain. And, and I think once, once you get uh, kind of the clearance from, from the medical staff that there's no structural damage, that it, it, it kind of changes with uh, you know, these guys and they, they realize that they just have to deal with uh, some pain. And, and obviously he was, and not only offensively, I mean, he, he, he lead our team in defensive rebounding and, and, I mean, he was fighting for a win, that's for sure. How does back-to-back -back games change playing time, rotation? Does it change any of that at all for you? Well, I, th I think since both teams are involved in it, you know, that you're going to play a team the second night that's played, you know, the night before too, that uh, you don't really spend as much time, you know, worrying about that. I think that uh, we're still in a, a real early learning pattern as far as, uh, you know, how our rotation is going to be and and hopefully we can get to 9 10 11 in this first game tonight and will you go with the same starting five that we've seen over the last couple of games uh, we're actually going to change up a little bit we're going to change we, you know we had uh Jashir start for for eli the other night and, and eli will be back in the starting lineup but Shear, i think we're going to keep him in there so it'll be Jashir, eli and tj and then luke and, and yo coach appreciate it thanks all right thanks a lot Jason. That's Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot, score! Dalton Nixon! Fly right to the rim, up and this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason Shepard in for Greg Rubel. Sitting next to me, Mark Durant, we are courtside 
at the Steinberg Wellness Center at LIU Brooklyn today. BYU, their matchup against the 25th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. Ben Bagley is our studio host. Our control board operator is Carter Malloy. You're tuned into the new skin BYU Sports Network, including... Our satellite flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our over-the-air flagship radio station, KSL News Radio. And you can also hear us on our network affiliates and online via BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, KSL.com, and BYU Radio app, and the BYU Cougars app, as well as KSL. Tune in, those radio apps. However you're listening, it's great to have you. And there's no excuse to not be listening with all of those options. BYU back on the East Coast for the second time in 10 days. The last time the Cougars were out this way, they worked out just fine, getting the win at Princeton. However, Mark, Alabama is no Princeton. The Crimson Tide are a very exciting, they're a very explosive team. They're young, they're long, athletic, and super talented. Today's opponent could easily be the most athletic team that BYU will face all season. Well, I think so, but not to a great degree. So you've got a couple of things going in your favor. First of all, when you travel a long way the first time, it, it, it's kind of hard to figure that out. So BYU's been through that at Princeton. And then the first time you play a super athletic, strong team, it t- kind of sock in the gut, and you have to catch your breath a little bit. Texas Arlington was was very athletic, had size, athleticism. So this is not going to be a complete shock. So BYU's experienced some of the, the real problems you face in a game like this already. So they should be good to go. But with that size and athleticism, Jason, man, they're gonna, a lot of times they just kind of throw it up and yep. say, go get it, fellas, and do your thing. And that's going to be a real challenge for BYU to keep Alabama's size and athleticism off the board. Coming up after the break, my conversation with Alabama associate head coach John Pelfrey. As we get you ready for BYU and Alabama, this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. BYU and Alabama coming up in just a little while here in Brooklyn, New York. Now, the head coach of the Crimson Tide is former NBA champion Avery Johnson. Johnson won an NBA title in 1999 with the Spurs. He played in the association from 88 until 2004 after his playing career was done. He was a head coach in the NBA with the Dallas Mavericks and the then New Jersey slash Brooklyn Nets. This is his third season in Tuscaloosa. His record getting better, certainly, especially when you're able to recruit as well as you possibly can. Colin Sexton is the freshman that everybody's talking about. He was a consensus top ten pick out of high school. He is expected to be an NBA lottery pick, and we know that recruiting is the lifeblood of every program, and Coach Johnson and his staff have done a fantastic job. Unfortunately, I was not able to speak with Coach Johnson, although he did go out of his way to come over and shake my hand and ask how I was doing, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I did get to talk with associate head coach John Pelfrey just a few minutes ago. Here's our conversation. All right, Coach, 4-0 start. Obviously, you can't get any better than that. So just your overall impressions through four games for you guys. Well, we've been very fortunate to, you know, uh, get off to a good start. I think uh, Coach Johnson's done a really good job with our basketball team, a bunch of young guys, eight or nine freshmen and sophomores who haven't played a lot together. That's why this past summer was so important for us with our Canadian trip. So um, we are getting better. We're a work in progress. Uh, We have put a couple of good teams, and, um, you know, a couple of those games could have gone either way, so we feel very fortunate to be where we are. We're excited about the growth that we could potentially have, Um, but we'll have our hands full tonight. 
you mentioned how young the team is, and, and certainly young teams can be successful, but it doesn't always work that way. So what has been the reason that you guys have been able to put it together early? Well, I think, uh, one, we've got really good players and obviously got great leadership with Avery Johnson, first and foremost. I think the summer trip did help us. We had some growing pains. We, we lost a game in Canada. Uh, sometimes you can say, hey, guys, you know, it's really important that we take care of the ball and play good defense without fouling, but there's no emotion to that. It's like kind of touch, telling a kid not to touch a hot stove. They don't really feel the emotion until they actually touch it. So we had some of those experiences. We're going to need more of those experiences. You know, hopefully even our last game where we played UT Arlington, who's a fantastic basketball team, um, they had a ball in the air to beat us at our place. So had that ball gone in, we'd have a completely different feeling today. So hopefully we're able to learn those lessons, you know, without a loss and continue to move forward. But um, we've got a really good group of guys. They they like each other right now. They, you know, we're – we're working hard, uh, and again, I can't say enough what Coach Johnson's done with our team. I always cringe when I ask coaches this because I usually know what the answer is coming my way. You guys are ranked in the top 25, and it's been a while since this program has been in the top 25. So for this program, what does it mean? And I realize it's early. What does it mean to have the program back in that situation? Well, I think, you know, for you know fans and um, maybe for our team, too, a little bit, it's, it's, it's good. It, it gives them something to talk about. It creates a buzz. It, uh, it does look like that, you know, Coach Johnson has our basketball team moving in, in the right direction. It's kind of like a recruiting mm -hmm. ranking for a, a, a group of guys who's never played before. It's, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. <laughs> it's a good piece of paper, I guess, to have. But I think we all understand, too, that's paper champion stuff right now. Anything that happens in the preseason, anything that's a preseason award or this team's picked to finish here or there, there or, you know, I'm a preseason player of the year candidate. It's a, I don't even know if they give you a piece of paper for it. So, uh, But it is good things for our, fa our fans to talk about, for the media to talk about. But the most important thing for us is to focus on today and being as good as we can to, to give maximum effort with a great attitude and to, to just to try to learn our job. For our guys, knowing your job is really important. You can't play fast and furious if you don't know your job. Everybody certainly knew who Colin Sexton was, and he certainly has not disappointed. Uh, anything surprised you with him through his three games? You know, watching him the first time I saw him uh, in recruiting process, I thought he could make us better from a toughness and energy standpoint. Uh, watching him all last summer grow and into his high school season, uh, he's shown that he can be a high-level point guard. and uh, It's a really, really difficult position to play in college. and It's kind of like the quarterback, you know, and especially for a guy who hasn't got experience at this level where you've always just been the, the fastest, toughest guy. Well, up here, that works, but only about 75% of the time. The rest, if you're going to go towards being elite, you've got to start having, you know, things like knowing how to play, when to do what, being able to lead your team and handle adversity. So um, he does have that toughness. He's a very, very smart smart player, uh, but he's having to learn on the fly, too, because our schedule is very, very challenging. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for him, his name's going to be one of the first or second names on the opposing team's locker room wall, and he's going to deal with how people want to play him. What stands out about this 3-1 BYU team you'll face today? Well, as always, Coach Rose does a great job with his team in terms of, you know, talent and skill and perimeter. Um, really like their front court, uh, especially Childs, who's a tough, rugged guy who can also lead the break. And, um, you know, they know what they're doing. That's that's the concern for us is, you know, can we defend them well enough because they know where they're going with the ball. They know where their shots are coming from. They 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 probably not too much they haven't seen defensively being thrown at them, whether it's switching pick and rolls or covering pick and rolls or even blitzing pick and rolls. They've been around the block. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if our guys can – 
play hard enough, play well enough to overcome the experience. Coach Profrey, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. No problem. That was Alabama Associate Head Coach John Palfrey. Time for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMindUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Tonight's trivia question is, of the 14 players currently on the BYU roster, how many played their high school basketball in the state of Utah? The answer coming up next as we get you set for BYU and Alabama on the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU and Alabama straight ahead. Time for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. Tonight's question, of the 14 players currently on the BYU roster, how many played their high school basketball in the state of Utah? Any guesses, by the way? Mark? I heard the question, so I went down watching him warm up. Uh, there's four on the floor, and then uh, Andres, if you count him, uh, from American Fork. So I'm going to say five. Five is the answer, and you mentioned it. Yoli Childs from Bingham, TJ Haas from Low Peak, Dalton Nixon from Orem, Zach Selyus from Bountiful, and Ryan Andres from American Fork. That's why he knows his BYU basketball. All right, Mark, I, I know you've taken notice of the play of Luke Worthington. He's really transformed his body after returning home from his mission. He's coming off an 11-point performance against Niagara. Obviously, he will get the start again tonight. He's really been a pleasant surprise. Really good. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Keeps it simple. Catch at the post, turn, jump hook. That's all he has to do. He's done it well. He's a solid guy out there that doesn't make a lot of mistakes. That's why Coach likes having him on the floor. Time for our final break. We'll wrap up the Cougar Tip-Off show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Weekdays at 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. I am a unicorn by Michaela Schuett. The defeated frog finally gives up, takes off his homemade horn, and throws away his magical unicorn sprinkles. What happens next will make you think twice before shattering someone else's dream, especially if he's a funny frog that eats flowers and toots rainbows. You can hear children's book reviews on Worlds Awaiting, Saturdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on BYU Radio. My parents grew up in really small towns. Things were not easy. I feel like your heritage, you can't really choose what it is, but it makes you who you are. That's what I got running through me, flowing through these veins. And maybe it could help you understand. Maybe it could help The best in national, international, and local singers and songwriters. Highway 89, every night at 10 Eastern, 8 Mountain, on BYU Radio. Time for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds. Close to home, just text ER to 23,000 for current ER wait times. The good news is, is Elijah Bryant practiced the last couple of days after dealing with the foot injury. He is good to go. He was back in the starting lineup. Ryan Andrus and Braden Shaw. Ryan with the knee, Braden with an ankle, both out. Neither has played so far this year. Uh, Mark, just real quickly, we found out that there was going to be a change to the starting lineup. The starting lineup is now going to have just sheer hard net in place of Zach Selyus. Your quick thoughts. One big reason is because you have Sexton, Mr. All-World, on the other side. You need a guard that can play good defense, quick on the perimeter, strong. 
he does that for you. And also, he's been very aggressive at the rim. And Zach, his game kind of is a six-man come in, hit a couple shot type guy. So I think it's a smart move, at least for this game. Tip-off is next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.